Hello and welcome to another Muscle Hustle podcast. It's an Easter special. It's Good Friday. Well, it's not Good Friday, it's Easter Monday, but it's Good Friday when we're recording because Tony is very religious and he likes to spend his Easter weekends rejoicing in prayer. Rejoicing as if like... Rejoicing in prayer and getting his wee steps in. Wee skinny face, wee skinny face, Michael Levy. I'll be in Dubai for Easter, so guess I'm not that religious. But yes, uh, I know people are saying to me, I've got my jawline back. People are calling, somebody actually came over to me the other day in the gym and goes, you know what? You're actually not that ugly. And I said, that is not a compliment, lad. And they were like, fuck your jawline's back. And I was just like, it's just because of lo- I've been so bloated for so long. You have, you have. I've been so pinball-y headed. Do you mean, when, you mean fat, Tony, <laughs> of 18 months ago when you were your blood pressure was high and all? Well, I was 103 kilos back then, like 103 kilos of my height is just You know, you know, we bury head, you know, we like we red head at all times. I remember, I remember sitting on this my mom going, we were watching a show and I just, I'll never forget it. And she just goes, you sound like you're fucking running. And I was just sitting there eating. Like we, you know, like we piked us. Heavy, I was braving. So no, I <laughs> just fucking so unfit. I remember going to the toilet for number two and coming out wrecked. So it's just, I mean, Swap. it's funny things where just wrecked anytime I was moving, I was just so heavy. But at the same time, I did go from like seven, like I'm, I, I went from 75, I almost put on 30 kilos. Like, Okay, I remember. I remember when you used to check. This is this is a throwback to probably maybe on around episode fifty or under. You used to we used to oh, make you check check your blood glucose on the wet on the all blood. the time because my coaches was freaking out. I was turning diabetic because the amount of food. But that's the only reason Joe cut me. Me and Joe were chatting about it, and he was like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I still want to get a bit bigger." And he was like, "I'm gonna be honest with you, Tony. I don't know anybody who's perched as long." Yeah. I'm not caught and I just don't know if it's if it's if, if you're in a position to push anymore because he's just like like see all the feedback I was getting like don't get me wrong my blood pressure my heart rate all that was fine but I was just at a stage where like body fat was just sitting where it was like oh, I need to whip this off and then go back up yeah uh, but it came to a stage there where the person it just didn't make sense and I think being leaner will actually grow me more tissue so sort of a couple steps back to then go forward forever I don't know how big I don't know if I'll go back to being as, as heavy as fat I don't think I'll want to to be honest I think I'd rather push a wee bit slower this time now that I've got majority of the muscle on that I want so what you're saying is you're going to compete is that what, is that the no I don't think so Helmy show really put me off competing I think to be honest why, why did I put you off it's just so depressing there's a little man standing in the knickers getting judged and nobody looks happy it looks terrible <laughs> boys backstage sniffing lines and all that it was fucking mental <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to me I came out and there's boys fucking sniffing lines off their forearms and all I was going what the fuck you get G'd up for the fucking dancing popping pills and fucking everything and the see for me mate uh, as much as it sounds odd like I think at some stage like and I join there's loads of people writing me going oh when are you competing when are you competing and I'm like oh I'm not sure well and they're like oh you'll regret not competing and I'm like I don't think I'll ever regret not competing if I decide not to now I think at some stage I still might like I could later in the year I could next year the following year but I'm not willing to compromise my life to that extent of where uh, monk like, monk I, monk mode go, yeah do you know what I mean like, like a photo shoot for me eight weeks I'll pull the trigger I'll see how I look and then decide whereas like once you start going show preps and stuff too I think you I think you really alienate yourself from people too 
Yeah, you do. I think people like to see it, but people also look at you like you're an anomaly. Like they don't relate to yeah. you anymore because you're so hardcore but, and you're. I, I don't know if that's really where I want. And then I think as well, I think yeah. the question I've been asking myself over the last year is, am I going to compete for myself or for other people? And every time I ask myself it, I'm like, I just don't. I, I want to do it, but not yet. I'm just not willing to sacrifice the quality of life. So, well, it depends if you start really if you pushed into the zone of training people to compete then if you want to you can't have to walk a mile in their shoes i the fuck i think i'd hate that yeah i don't photo know shoots are tough enough work with people see that uh, well photo shoots stuff. are the like a a step down from actually going on stage because some people go do a photo shoot almost stage ready except for that last try to run that's what i know the last kind of week of getting on stage where you, you go from ripped to fucking death's door because every ounce of moisture is out of your body yeah, I usually tell people whenever you do a photo shoot if with me, you're probably about two thirds of the way there. Yeah, yeah, and that final third is the really unhealthy part. The third, the final third is the opposite. That, like that's where it turns into not even a grind. It turns into like a de- a death march, in my opinion. Where it's just yeah. Gross well, you, you are bringing yourself to the brink on stage. Like on stage, you are as close to fucking probably death as, as most people are, aren't you? Well, technically, like you're just lean. Yeah, you're just and you're so severe, lean. dehydrated just a starving competition really like that uh, the end of the I, day. that last the last four or five days is fucking like when you talk about boys doing like water manipulation that's what I do you know what I just don't like, fucking I, think nuts, like. Fuck my, I think it would fuck my head because you will never ever look as good as you did on stage whereas I know whenever I do my photo shoot now in four weeks I can hold that all year round easily yeah and I feel like then I'll not go that was me in my best shape ever because I know that I can surpass that and I can also be so I don't know it's just one of them things where you have to be you, you just have to be careful with your mental health and all too like do you know what you can really fuck with your head do you know what I want to see what I want to see 110 kilo Tony no chance sure the freaking the last pushes the way the pushes went for me was I went to 96 I came back down I went to 103 and then the last push there only went to 96 again because whenever we went to 103 we're like it might have looked like I gained a load of muscle but I gained a fuck load of fat yeah I had an extra stone on and mate don't get me wrong I looked fucking humongous I was wearing such large I was wearing double the triple XL in everything and even oversized stuff it wasn't it seemed to be honest it was fucking tight like around some places but uh like Joe Titan areas like what waist what waist size were you but you're still 34 my 32? waist size was bigger no my waist size is down to at least a 32 now like it's definitely coming in loads because I put on my speedos to go to the pools two nights ago <laughs> and I was like fuck a child's going to be lucky if my cock doesn't slip out oh a pool I went to Nuri pool for a dip you didn't do any swimming anyway I did do swimming I was a fucking great swimmer <laughs> trying to teach my sister how to tumble turn didn't go well tumble turn yeah why is she, is she entered in the Olympics or what well it just makes you far quicker at swimming because we used to get to see I used to get time for the fucking beaches you'd get time uh, for like doing your otherwise the funniest thing was like whenever we used to work on the beaches you get time and if you don't make your time you don't have a job for the month like. yeah you don't get paid until you pass your, your what is the time for length oh it was slow it was like 16 lengths in 7 minutes 20 or something 16 lengths 7 minutes ah easy easy and then the, the oh wait no the... oh well no this a normal size pool it's not Olympic size pool it's 25 meters so you get it'd be 400 meters i think that works out in about seven minutes seven minutes 30. because i think the pool and banger is olympic size 
if it's 50 meters then yeah it would be it'd only be like it wouldn't be that much at all Aye, it's a big old fucking pool that usually one. most people when they're swimming they'll do about 30 second lengths like in round they're a bit slower so it's yeah. just a bit quicker than it's like 25 and then you have to do if you're going to work on the beaches you have to do a length underwater and swim back a length within 40 seconds or something or 45 you can't, without taking a breath you have to do the length underwater without taking a breath yeah oh. you have to you're not allowed to come up and then you're allowed to take a breath but to be honest if you're gonna bring it if you're gonna make the length back in 45 seconds or something you only get your breath when you come up and then your head straight back and you don't really breathe again until you're yeah. done your 25 uh, I'd get that, that tight now fucking shite I'd get that tight I could do the length underwater not a problem I could do it's coming back because you're busted from being underwater yeah uh, it'll be keeping I... it'll be keeping myself under the actual water no instead what? of trying to raise to the fucking to the surface oh mate I'd be coming up gasping like somebody that's died like I'd be coming mm. up and go, no, I'd, I'd give that a go mate, mate, I'd give that a swim, go I was swimming the other day there and I would have banged out maybe 60 to 100 lengths of session easy and I banged out four there and I was absolutely four fucked. four I was fucked couldn't breathe so you imagine you doing front crawl trying to cra- crawl your big fucking frame through the water terrible like a brick like a beluga whale like a beluga whale oh my god like a like white whale water. you're lucky you didn't get harpooned no so yeah we did we didn't work out well because i had sunburn lines from a boxers and i was in speedo so you could just see the sunburn lines so it was an absolute shambles of a lock i'm not gonna lie like, where's the sunburn true. from I'm in the I'm on the beds because I don't want to do a spread hand oh, for the shoot. Fuck, I've seen that. I've seen that. You're very. I'm not lying. I don't like the color. If, nah, if spray hands very very. It's too much. See the color that the spray man like that is sweet for shows, but see when it comes to shoots, you look like you were dipped in a bag of Cheetos or something. It's fucking like a. It's fine for lasses, but man, it looks tangy. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's not. not bad, it's like, not natural, like. Don't get me wrong. If you if you if you're gonna go peel or spread hand, go spread hand. But I'd rather just go on the beds and have like a normal sort of color. As long as I'm not peel, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, we base, we base. That's it exactly. So I've done my two, probably three, four weeks there building up. Now I'm going to Dubai, so I'll try and get a bit of something out there. And that'll be me, bro. Ready, shredded, lean as fuck for it. Lean and ready to go. You know what though? It's a real good lesson because I, I've not seen many other people that have been able to do five weeks of that and lose about a kilo a week and not have to make any adjustments to their food for how long. Oh, right, so you're still sitting on three thousand calories. I've not adjusted anything. My to be fair though, see the last week I hit like instead of eight k or eight and a half k, I hit like nine point six k just for the fact that whenever I was walking about, yeah fucking picked up an extra thousand each day or every so often by walking the dog or fucking Joe. Joe, like I know, just we do fucking walking around fucking Tesco, like. Uh, so yeah, I haven't had to adjust anything. I'm sitting on three thousand, no cardio, eight k steps, which eight k steps is just outside sedentary. If you're under about seven and a half, eight k steps, you're actually classed as sedentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's it. Food is still the same. I think my macro breakdown is probably something like. I think it's between 230 and 250 protein. It's probably like 230, 250. So I'm on about 2.5, 2.6, 2.7 grams protein per kilogram. And then the rest is really carbs. And I only have about 45 grams of fat a day, maybe 50. Just to keep everything regular. That's me. Fuck, it's handy, man. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, it'll make it tougher. But you fucking. And uh, how's your training changed between bulking and cutting? Way better. I'm getting way stronger. And I was. No, but I mean, I mean, I mean, like. Has it changed? Has your reps changed? Has, has no, it's all the same. I'm still. I'm doing less rest. 
I didn't know. I didn't think he would make me. Do you know what he has done? He swapped out. So I was running upper, lower, upper, day off, and then it was upper and delts and arms, and then off. Do you know, like delts and arms is a separate day in itself. So it was four. So upper, upper day lower, day upper, day off, delts, upper, delts and arms. Following day was delts and arms, and then off. So four upper body days. What he's done is he swapped that delt and arm day for a lower day, and it is a little bit not hard. It's not like low reps or anything. He just said that he wanted more glute, hamstring, quad work because. They're bigger muscle groups, they'll take a wee bit more expenditure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slightly higher. It's actually a smart thought process. Uh, I'd say I'm doing probably a couple extra sets here and there. Do you know what I Like he's building me up volume-wise, which I didn't think he would. I thought he would have kept me low. But see, the thing is, I'm not lying. See, because um I'm less stressed now because I'm not trying to get calories in. I'm leaner, my blood sugar's in better position, my heart rate, my blood pressure, everything's actually in a far healthier range. I'm sleeping better. Joe, because I'm not staying up at night, fucking midnight, chewing fucking thousands of calories. So you see where I'm hitting the gym now. Yeah. I'm going in extremely fresh, and I'm noticing my lifts are even going up now. Now, this will probably dip off now whenever he starts nudging me further down. Yeah, yeah. But this is like almost a range of where like my body would like to be if you get me. This would uh, be, be your, what, like say, optimal? Like if you this were... This would be where I would love to sit. All year round? getting five meals a day I can eat really whatever I want I'm not struggling to get in like for meals like if you've ever bulked or cut and you're listening the golden range for a meal is probably somewhere between about two six and maybe four maybe two three six it's in around that thousand range where you, you just naturally start to fall around there yeah yeah anything above 4k you're gonna have to think about your meals anything below probably two three you're gonna have to think not to go over yeah and see to be honest it's good like, I am looking a lot leaner I'm looking a lot better and this is the first time and this pays off uh, this is the first time I've ever dated and haven't immediately turned around and went I feel like a skinny prick uh, all the time whenever I, every time I dad I just feel tiny and this is the first time where I'm leaning down and I'm actually seeing that it's not fat in certain areas of built muscle which is very very uh, good is that something like is that to do with your insecurities when you were a wee skinny prick do you know what I think it is I think it's generally because every time I perched up and then cut you forget what's muscle and what's fat yeah, but also where your <laughs> your starting you know your starting point was. Yes. And then your thing was always Arnold, I wanna get bigger, I wanna get bigger, I wanna get bigger. And you always had that thing where I'm not big enough, I'm not big enough, I'm not big enough. And then when your coaches in the past put you on a cut after a bulking, you were always like, Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Is this now with the time where you go or is this another reason to show that you're you're fully so who's a Carl's your coach or who's your coach now? Joe. Joe's my coach. Joe. So you're fully. What if Joe says it? You're like you respect Joe that much. You're like, well, Joe knows. Yeah, do you know what it is? I think the photos do a lot of my talking for me now because yeah. I've been that fat for that long that your photos actually like your photos always look shit whenever you're. But when you say fat, it's there's a layer covering a lot of yeah, lean I'm mass. I'm just, I'm just like the best way to explain the way I look and this is hard to explain because whenever I you're an off-season bodybuilder look that's what it is yeah it's just a bloated look aye Puff, like puffy is carbs and water and fucking yeah exactly so it's, it's a nice look in the gym everywhere else you look like a water buffalo <laughs> uh, that's the best way to explain but it's, it's yeah it's, it's a bit of a different process the photo shoot will be different for me like because it's actually something I haven't done which is strange you've ne- but, have you never done one? Oh well actually I did one but I fucking hated it I never, it actually near put me off lifting that's how shy I looked. When did you do that? Fuck, it must be three, two, three years ago. Can we get the pictures up? Never posted one. Why? 
Send me some there. Do you know what? Actually, I did post one. Do you know, do you know what it was? I thought I seen one. I posted one and it was in the gym, but I have a vest on it. That's how much I didn't like the photos. Jesus. What sort I of vest was it? Gymshark vest? Imagine you going for a photo shoot and going, yeah, I like the one where my top's on. Like, seriously. Did you, uh, yeah, was there a Gymshark vest? Were you stringer? Was it? It was, just, it was a green vest. I can link you the photo. It was all right, photo, but fuck me, the rest of it's shite. Uh, <laughs> can I go to your photo that. shoot? What? Can I go to your photo shoot? Yeah, if you want, 13th of May. Come I'll on do, down. I'll Bring do. the whole muscle and hustle. You can stand outside. Can we do a live podcast on the... From it? Well, fuck me. Yeah, you can. You can stand there and... No, die. we'll bring in an audience. <laughs> You'll be taking pictures, now, we? There he is. There's Big Tony. Like, I think you probably should only have three people. Uh, where has it been shot? Then Jim Neary. Peter Bannett's shooting it in his studio. Was he from Neary? No, he's from Bangor. See the size of the studio too. See anybody listening to this? And Wait. You're, you're, uh, he's you, coming to Bangor to do a photo shoot and you weren't inviting me. He does. In he my is, town. Oh my God. It's not called Mickey Quinn's Bangor. In my town. Uh, my town. Uh, yeah, well, you come all down. We could crack. Uh, it, the best way to explain this is his unit is probably, his studio is that big, mate. It's probably bigger than most gyms. Yeah. It's well, he can well afford it. Fuck me. It's fucking massive. Uh, very, very good though. We'll see how it goes, mate. Do you know what? I'll probably still not be happy with images, but I think that's the aim of the game. Well, I well, that's if you're you're not you're not a perfectionist, but you're not far off it. Oh fuck, mate! There's always you're picky. You're picky. So, so there's always going to be yeah. There's always going to be something. And I think if you do look at the picture in in your line of work, if you looked at the picture and couldn't pick a fault. Not the, but the photography with your, your, your physique. Yeah. If you couldn't pick a fault, it probably it says something about your... Because, you no know, people pay you to get to into the extreme shape that they want to get into. If you can't be... You have to be critical. It's trained in your mindset to be critical. Unfortunately, that means you're critical of yourself too. But if someone's sending you like updates and progress shots every single week, you, your eyes trained... To, to pick certain you know parts to of the uh, and to know how to fix it. I went to multiple mindset and therapy people and they all say that as an individual, I'm afraid to lose that critical edge because the more critical I've been on myself, the quicker I progressed. So they, they 100%. That that's, so they turn around to me and said that I know that like every time I talk to any mindset coach, they're like, you're not actually a person who has that issue you actually want to be critical because that you know you move quicker when you do it so yeah. for example like, uh, like say the business is going really and i'm making x amount per month like i'll not go right that's great i'll go right what is the next focus and yeah. where's going shite but the only reason for that is because that's what's got me from a to b now so if i lose that it feels like you're going to move backwards it's very very interesting yeah I, i'm the exact i'm the exact same i think most people that are got any sort of success in anything they've done or hypercritical of things you have to be but i think it's finding <clears> that balance that like you are hypercritical but you're not negative to yourself oh, you're not negative yourself but most people that are most people know they're like they know where they're where they're at where they're coming it's like, it's like the difference in like if you took a photo of yourself and going oh my delts from a weak point they need a bit of work and then turn around and go my delts look fucking shit there like that is too different aye aye there's oh, different is, is self self depth is that what it's self-deprecating oh, I like that that's not bad one at all um 
and then there's the point, I there's running yourself down, and then but there's another point going, yeah, I know I'm the best at what I do, but I also know it can be better, and these are the places it's going to make me better. So that got me from A to B, but this is going to get me from C to D, and you're not going to rest my laurels because you can notice people, like we all know people in different industries that rest on their laurels. They get to a certain point or get to the top, they rest, but then the other hungry wolves that are just below them look at them, learn from them. And then all of a sudden, the person at the top is going, what the, what the fuck just happened? Where'd these boys come out of? Because yeah, you just yeah. stood there and, and rested and got lazy while everybody else worked hard and, and learned from your example and just overtook you. Like you see it all the time. There's, there's like older, there's older coaches and there's older DJs, definitely, that the game's leaving them behind because they got to where they got and they did really well and they were smashing it for years. But all the young bucks learned from them. And then put their own spin on it and just left everybody behind. Always the case, like it's it's that sort of case of this is why people say like, especially for me with coaching and stuff, they're trying to worry me being like, like easing off or this or that. But I feel like if you are not constantly moving forward, you will let somebody, especially in a business standpoint, as you're saying, that people will catch. Oh yeah, hundred percent. People will surpass. You can be going at full tilt in your business, and somebody can surpass you. Like someone's always working harder. Oh, fucking always. So the thing is, you just need to keep your, your finger on the pulse. Now, that's in every aspect, but I do feel like there's there's balance and stuff as well. What has been going on with you? How's the new tune going? RT, what is that? 2FM? 2FM, song of the week. Tune of the week. Doing well. It's doing okay. Like, it's doing... I released another song. I actually quite enjoyed it. I listened to the car. They were there with the speaker, and I was like, it was yesterday, and I was like, you know what? I actually like this one. I released another song yesterday which was thursday but today's monday so michael jackson michael jackson one's going very well it is a good tune too that's a good see anything where the song's already been like made and then it's remixed is always a great one like like Uh, you know what's going to be very big that song by jack harlow where he remixed fergie's glamorous yeah jack harlow's fucking incredible incredible anybody that's not listening to first class with jack Hart, it, you, you just know it's going to be good because it's it's a remix song it's and it's it's like joe way like it's them sort of songs always do fucking crack and white uh, that's all that's new with you i've been i'm going to dubai if anybody's any questions on it, let me know i'm trying to figure out we haven't had any relationship stuff have we there's no relationship stuff with there is a few questions i actually wrote them down i just have oh, to food one of one of the main one right is no, well this here is actually well there, no there is there is one date one I don't know we didn't do that last week right we'll go the date one first views oh, awesome. on before we go through this wait, wait, wait. if you or anyone else has any recommendations for where I should eat after my shoot in Belfast or anywhere give us a wee message I'm curious to see what's the nicest food spots people have had in you want to just ask me or do you want to ask the people? I think a mixture is good because, like, you need a mix of taste. But, yeah, ask the people, where would you say? Where, where, What sort of food are you looking? No, I'm going to be honest. I'm not into, like, greasy shite. I'm into good quality grub. Good quality grub. Now, I'm not talking about a steak and chips or something. Like, I don't mind Dean's, like, meat locker and stuff. for steak. Ah, but, no, I mean, like, something that, like, I know it sounds odd, but if I was going for lunch, like, do you know, like, General Merchants is quite a nice feed. Uh, General Merchants is a nice feed. Yeah, it's not like real great. Like I don't want something that's fucking like ten a ten box of donuts. I will talking about somewhere where you eat and you're like that is the nicest place. Not that it's the fattest. I put's good. I put espresso's good. Brunchy. Is it good grub? Oh, it's very good. I oh, yeah yeah. It's better than it's. I'd say it's yeah. It's probably better than General Merchants. 
Right. Um, it's go. very good if you if that's sort of you're going brunchy mode. It's pretty good. Um, canteen same five o'clock though. Uh, they all they all close around then. Um, banger ways not much happening here to be honest. The Jamaica is not good for grub mate. The Jamaicans okay. It's good for restaurant grub. It's not good for daytime grub. No, I might have to come back to this. I might just have to get something local than area then. Uh, Ach, fucking you, local than you, eh, sir? Well, by the time see when this podcast ends, I mean, I'm probably gonna have to go start lining up at airport security for fucking tomorrow. By the looks of it, so we'll see. Uh, here, what about the quote of the week? Oh, I've got you it don't, here. you don't have it. Look at Google and he's flat. It's no, I've got it. No, it's by Matthew McConaughey because I was listening to they were nice. Oh, uh, you'll know it. You've definitely heard it. About me at twenty five. No, 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 I, I don't mind that one. That one's a wee bit long. Uh, I quite like this one. Life is not fair. It never was. It won't be there. Let me pronounce it properly. Life is not fair. It never was, and it is now, and it won't ever be. Do not fall into the trap, the entitlement trap of feeling like you're a victim. You are not. And that's that sort of one where people are, where I think it's during his speech and he was saying about why people aren't successful. I think he gave that like a Yale or wherever the fuck he was giving it to the yeah. university. And it's practically, in other words, that's plain and simple. It's just saying that like, see and this is joe what joe gives me a really good perspective is i work with a lot of people coaching right and i get to see that every week it's not like one person gets slapped all the time it's like somebody gets a nice run for like 10 weeks where nothing goes wrong everything's hunky-dory or six weeks or four weeks yeah and then they get slapped and then when they're on the ground they get kicked in the head they get a brick thrown at them and then they get another run of like 68 weeks where nothing happens and it just repeats and that's life and it's one of these things where you don't see that because you don't get the inside of people. Whereas, like, I see if people fall off that or they're falling off training because of what's going on in their life. So they'll tell me if, Joe, somebody in work's acting like a bell end or they're having to work late or a family member's ill or they're not well, man. Like, Joe, all these things are going on. And it's that sort of thing of you can't see what's going on in other people's life. I actually can quite a large amount. And if I showed you how many people have shit going on in their life, you'd yeah. be like, fuck. It's like that sort of thing of you could see everybody's problems, you'd probably take your own. But it's one of the ones where it's when people get like bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. It's not bad luck. It's just fucking life. Ah, it's just like, life, all right. Not bad luck. Like it's one of them things where you just have to roll it. And I think that's a very good one. And I think the worst thing you can do, like it's fine to feel sorry for yourself yeah. for five, 10 minutes. Then you yeah. pick yourself, dust yourself off and ask yourself what can be done. Because being sorry for yourself is one it's the, the it holds you back holds you yeah, back it holds you back it's unattractive it's just not a good quality and the more you feed it the more like that, that's what you become yeah yeah oh well, fucking fucking sure like, this, like what I was saying, nobody like, nobody likes like you can feel yeah as you said you can feel sorry for yourself dust yourself down right but everything bad that happens is you can you have to you have to turn it to a negative even the worst things you have to try to turn a negative to some sort of way of a positive um, and if that positive is you have to learn from a mistake or you have to you know that you're going to become stronger out the other side of this it's just one of those things where once something happens it can't unhappen that's it exactly like magically magically it can't unhappen so and even though as hard as it is you have to treat it like Okay, this has happened. This is a massive stumbling block. My whole life is probably nearly tore apart. But I can't give up. How do I how do I go forward? How do I take a step forward? The thing is No, and it's not gonna be some depending on how bad the event is in your life, it's not gonna be the next day. It could be you no know, down the line, you no know, could whatever it could be life altering, yeah. But 
you can't just give up then and go this is it this is where i am for the rest of my life you, you gotta try to spin it into some sort of a some sort of a positive and just, and rebuild and rebuild yourself from it even if you can't fucking spin it in a positive like just get moving like just yeah. don't feel sorry for yourself because like even from a standpoint when somebody feels sorry for themselves like it doesn't do them or anybody else any favors and it's no. just one ones where i just feel like it's it's something that it's completely fine to like it, your family gets bad news it's it's there's there's nothing you can do you can only control your emotions and what you do and that's probably the best way to feel better quicker on any front once you know did you like the best way to separate things is right can't what can i control and that's what you control and everything else outside that's outside your control so stop fucking worrying about it because yeah. it's like the weather it's like stressed about being sunny tomorrow like it's absolutely fucking stupid uh you can't you can never stress on things you can't control it's it's like you know people that are like oh like i planned such a good day for being sunny and then it rains just watch a really good movie just relax yeah. like fuck me and it's then, gonna be another sunny day and it's like it's, stressing and getting results of exams if you've already exactly. sat the exams there's nothing you can do about it. Fuck it. You know, yeah, exactly. literally, you maybe should have stressed six months ago when, you know, you were getting ready for the exams. But now you were partying the wee, partying your head away and scratching the hot field at that stage. You're coming out with exam results. You're starting to stress like the week before. Fuck, hopefully. Well, you're like, no, there's no point stressing because what's done is done. They don't define you. It's just a piece of paper. Exactly. What was the topic we were moving on to? We were doing oh, we were doing questions, and then one more for you after that. I've got something about TikTok that you'll enjoy. Jesus, do you want to do TikTok now, or do you want to do questions now? Should we do TikTok now? We're going to right go right. Uh, so I'm up about ten thousand followers on TikTok in the month now, right? Right. And the abuse is picking up, mate. There's a new trend going about my TikTok for whenever I post photos of myself, right? Not whenever they're former, it was whenever they're physique shots. And do you know what everybody says? Oh, I love you'll that. enjoy this. They're calling me the T Rex because because the length of my arms. Oh well, I've heard that before. I've seen some people write that before. I know, but I didn't expect so many. Well, there you are. Any questions? Oh, questions. Would you split your recommendation to a season footballer for my first ball course or not? Oh, they're just the uh, ones of me thing. But me, I posted like eight times on TikTok yesterday. My head's minced. Um, I want to see some of there's day twenty at all. There might be abuse here. Thirty one. You look amazing, King Tony. I don't like that one. Oh, that's the that's the one where the boys when physique t-rex arms are bigger than yours will ever be so i'll take it did he get back and he got back in that way look at that boy they wrote like that see i'm gonna reply to one of these comments one of the comments is ak steps but no cardio okay mate water steps if they're not cardio they're neat you thick cunt <laughs> i call them like i like there's a boy giving me abuse do you see the boy that called me a hobbit with t-rex arms and then was giving me shite and then do you see what I wrote to him I felt actually evil after I wrote it Loose Moose called you wee man nah that doesn't bother me that's not enough is it not even on this one it is on this one is it no did that boy delete all his comments there's, there's comments deleted in that one there is there was one where the boy was calling me a hobbit and he was giving me shite saying I was in terrible neck he may have um, got his he may have got his uh, thing deleted he might have well I gave it back to him and I goes do me a favor comment comment from your real account or give me a message on Instagram and don't hide behind fake accounts bro um, doing the whole stack me message me back and I goes eh, don't don't <laughs> I, I message something like you're definitely shapeless and fat and I bet your girlfriend is too or something oh and Jesus Tony 
And I think he went, I think he cracked up then. And he tried, he tried to contact me by a fake account on Instagram and all. And then I just wrote back going, I've obviously triggered a nerve. But I was like, don't comment and give me abuse if you can't take it back because I'm going to go for your jugular. Let's Jesus, Tony. Because if you're a troll on TikTok, there is no way you're over half as fit. Like, that is not happening. Oh. Like, I don't care. For, like, anybody who's doing well themselves, good looking man, looking after their body, good job, oh. cannot spend hours giving people abuse on TikTok. So I was like, I'm going to go for an insecurity here. And then he fucking started deleting comments. And I was like, you know what? That serves you, you mole rat. <laughs> <laughs> Right, do you have questions there? Fucking hell. More TikTok has sucked you yourself. in. You are. It's sucked you in, hey? It's all engagement, mate. It's you're in, you're in, you're in. Your ball's deep. There's balls Tony, deep. Tony Michael Levy, the fucking property guru, getting into the comment section, wading into people on TikTok. That's oh, me. Good. You need to get my frustration. Right. We have three questions. We have two Fitness related, and with one dating related. What do you want to do first? Uh, I think go fitness and then go dating. Right. Views on fasting. I would say well, it depends on what you want to get out of it. If you if you are trying to beat hunger, yes, it's a great tool, and it's just having breakfast a little bit later. If you think that you read Hugh Jackman got in shape for the Wolverine by eating between 12 and 6 p.m. a day at a six-hour anabolic window and all this shit, that's complete bullshit. All the fasting does is just keep you from overeating because if you can beat, if you only eat between a certain period of time, you're less likely to get more food in. Yeah. Also, you know what I found? I train better fasted. Oh, that's interesting. I don't. I do. Remember we first started training together? You were like, oh... You have to eat this before you're training. And I'd never really ate before training before. But I still think I train better fasted. Not at nighttime in the morning, I definitely train better fasted. At nighttime now, I need to get a meal in before training. You know, to be top, top tier athletes like me. I see, I, I just don't, I like, even though your carbs from the night before will fuel you, I just don't enjoy training fasted. Like, I just. I like to have a wee bit of work done. I like to get a coffee in me. Hey, like, but you're like lifting fucking huge weight, Tony. But that's why I think that ah. you should be treating sessions like that. Like, do you get lightheaded when you train? Do you get that? Do you, do you ever get that wee the wee the head rush? You know the wee eye rush. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Last time I was out in the bay, whenever we were training in Max and Eagle, I kept taking fucking nosebleeds, but I was going like Fuck. a fucking lunatic. Fucking hell! Uh, <laughs> I done in, I, and it wasn't even a big movement. I'd done. I was doing something like I actually think I was doing something like cuffed laurels or something and I was I was proper hardcore and then I looked down on my top and I was covering blood and I was like what the fuck's that from and then I looked up and I actually looked like I'd head surprised you didn't put up a TikTok going if you're not bleeding you're not trying hard enough no I was like this the Tony McAlevey method I was like this is fucking stupid it was just probably a cut my nose or something blood nah too much coke that's it too much Joe Keen up all nighter and Jimmy Winter uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, fasting, fasting definitely isn't isn't a bad thing. As Tony says, it depends on what you're using it for. Um, you need to if you want to make your window, your eating window shorter. Yeah, works well. Beats hunger, but the thing is, do you want the downside? Is you want to stimulate muscle protein synthesis as much as possible. So if you are only getting in three protein hits within that window, yeah, 
you're better getting four. I would say the minimum you want to be hitting protein is four a day. Like minimum, you want to be hitting Joe 30, 40 grams, three, four times a day. Like if you have a 200 gram or 150 gram of protein target, like what are you going to do? Two meals of 75? Like it's far better to split that up from an optimal standpoint. Plus I think if you're going to fast, just fast in the morning, like, like do what I do. Like it's 11 o'clock now. I'm up from about say half seven, eight there. And I'll not have my first meal to one. What about this? After you eat your first meal, it like opens the floodgates and you're just hungry. Is that normal? Yeah, I think it is to an extent. Like I see once I eat my first meal, I'm more hungry for the rest. Whereas yeah. if I didn't eat in the morning, like it joy, I think it is too, though. I think it's cause your your heart rate slows down whenever you're eating and then you you your body starts to clock in. Whereas in the mornings, if you're on the go, you're working, you're drinking coffee, you're moving, 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 you don't think about food. Whereas after lunch, you're starting to think about dinner and it goes towards that sort of where food becomes a primary goal. Yeah. Just the lower your heart rate is, the more you focus on uh, sympathetic, like is it parasympathetic food or parasympathetic uh, system? Sort of choices. Yeah, you like you're you're not in fight. You're in or you're not in fight or flight mode. You're in relax mode. So then you start to do things where you calm down, you eat, you recover, and that's where your body signals to actually get grub in because it thinks you're going to go back back to high heart rate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why you get hungry after training because your body's trying to refuel. Uh, I think that's pretty straightforward. Fast if it works for you, it's no magical fucking gift. It just creates a deficit. I do it myself, but I just do it because it makes my life ten times easier. Yeah, a lot of times people like people probably listen to this now do it not because they're trying to do it. They just do it. They just yes, do unintentionally. I unintentionally, agree. and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I didn't realize that I technically technically do do that, but I didn't I didn't realize it just suits my." That's the other thing. If it suits your eating habit. You know, it doesn't need to have a name. It doesn't need to be called fasting. No, it's just the way you eat. It's your eating habit. You go. Some people I know do not eat during the morning, and they don't know what the word fasted means. There's other people I know that are still religious about they don't eat late at night. There's other people I know that eat just before going to bed. Right. You know, no, it's yeah. just, that's your eating habit. It doesn't. It's not, the only time it's really important probably to eat is you have to eat after training, depending on what your goals are, but you still have to eat after training regardless because you're you're not going to feel good if you have a big session and then don't eat. You're going to feel like shit. And there's no uh, there's no such thing as an anabolic window either, by the way. No, that's wank. Do you know what, though? You do want to eat within about 90 minutes after because I think once you're past that, you're past the stage of... Where that anabolic window comes from is because... Uh, your your blood glucose is lower after training because you've used up all your carbs so your body will uptake nutrients to you know, protein yeah, yeah, yeah. carbs faster cereal, the get the cereal is, and the... it doesn't shut off it probably actually gets worse as you go on so like i do feel like you should get food in relatively soon but i think like somewhere between like 30 and 90 minutes yeah you have to wait for your heart rate to go back to normal yeah, yeah exactly so i do think like if you had an optimal choice like somewhere between like 45 and like an hour 15 is probably bang on but i just simple I simple carbs hungry joe simple carbs that's it carbs jam fucking whatever you can get in you love the jam lately i've noticed that you've said jam a few times now you know what well, my meal plan's fucking weird at the minute mate. my favorite meal at the minute is still oats dark chocolate and strawberries by miles what 85 percent? yeah dark chocolate and strawberries so if you have oats on your oats heated and you break up your dark chocolate in the tiny little bits and you sprinkle her over, then it just melts and gives you this nice gooey. What type of oats do you have? Maybe Does that count? No, it counts. Flavins yeah. is creamier. Flavins are all right. I honestly, all right. Hear uh, all right. 
this is me being straight. Like if I'm in, if we're at Oaks, I'll just go to the shop and pick up whatever bag. I'll not pick a certain bag. If my dad's already getting the cheapest bag, which is probably about a pound fifty. Uh they're rotten. The one they're in spars. Random fucking uh, little oats that were. Do you do you put protein in your oats? No, I drink it separate. I don't like mixing my protein in. It doesn't mix that well. I don't know why people you, pretend it does. It does though. If you if you get the right, do you know what mixes very well as a flavor choice for oats? A carrot by perform. If you're gonna have that, Aye, it, but, tastes, it tastes really nice in oats. But I think it's 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 still grainy. Doesn't matter what way you do it. There's a graininess. I would this. rather I would rather have proats than just have oats. Like I need some sort of topping on my oats. Yeah. Uh, what was the dating question? Right, Tony, you've probably a bit of you've probably a bit of pass. I think you actually do have a bit of past doing this. I think you may have talked about it. Right, views on options while dating in the early days. Is it frowned upon to have multiple options? Oh my god, you're a slut. You've did you've did that. I'm only joking. Uh, personally, <laughs> I think if you're going into like, I understand why you might want early to days. Say so early days, you meet a girl. Meet a girl, say you're in the bot. Meet a girl. Oh fuck me. Do you want to go on a date on Friday night? Said, yeah, I'll go on a date on Friday night. But Big Tony's got a date on Saturday night. He's got a date on the following Monday. Oh my God, no. That sounds terrible. It's hard to deal with one person, never mind fucking three. But if you're playing the field. You're playing the field, but you must have been doing fuck all else if you're texting three women. Are you saying you have never done that? I have done that, but I'd fuck all else in my life. And I'm trying to get away from this sort of say. Uh, see, personally, it's me. This is from an outside. Like, I think if it was me and I was doing this, I definitely would be keeping, especially early doors, like, keep your options semi-open. Like, don't, yeah. don't be shutting off everybody else. Yeah. But I wouldn't go hunting it. Hunting it. So you know what I mean? No, ah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't be keen on dating two women at the same time because I just, I just feel like you're gonna bump into the other. Like it's gonna. It's gonna what if you were straight out about it and go here? By the way, no. That'll work one of two ways. It'll either really turn them off. They'll say it'll really turn them off, but it could also help because then it looks like you're not just fucking. What if you're going out to buy a car, right? You don't just <laughs> buy the first car you take for a test drive. Yeah, I know that, but that's you also don't fucking drive. Well, no, it depends. This guy is writing this is clear. He's under the age of twenty-one. I know he is. If it was me personally, I'd be playing the field a wee bit. If I was you, if you're under yeah. twenty-one, yeah, I, I think, I think, I, I, I honestly believe that. See, when you're super young, but I, do I think like you should be trying your best to stay out of long relationships. Oh, hundred percent. I definitely agree. Because I there's people, there's people there. coming in, there's people coming into the world now at the age of twenty-five that haven't been single from secondary school yeah, and now they're sitting there going like I've never actually really been on a first date that's it's not the fucking to, cinema when you're 15 it's hard to focus on yourself whenever you have to, to, to take into consideration somebody else all the time from a young age because that like 16 to like or that 18 to maybe 25 yeah even 28 like them 10 years 18 to 20 is sort of when you start to figure out what you enjoy, what you like, who yeah. you are, wh- where you want to go, and I'm not saying in any way relationships bad. It's not. It's like everything, and this is where people will be like, eh, "There's pros and cons to everything." Yeah, it's like people when they go like their first job and just keep it for the rest of their life. They go into retail and they're like, "Oh, I'm just going to stay the rest of my life." 
you don't yeah. it's hard because you don't really know like what's out there or what suits you a lot of people stay in relationships too because and me and my like i went through this with people time and time again especially time. a lot of people do it because their relationship is okay and they don't want to roll the dice that's easy yeah, comfortable exactly. like, do you know what i'd rather i'd rather not be alone i'd rather be with this part like people won't admit this but whenever you talk to them deep down the well i would rather be with this person than alone that's their choice they're not thinking about a third part because they're like it might not happen there and that's where i think that is people don't realize they're making that choice yeah that is what a lot of people do without realizing it and that's that's a scary one because that means you just don't want to be alone like i would rather if a relationship's just okay i'd rather be alone and there's loads of pros for being alone. You don't yeah. have to worry about anybody else. You focus on you. Like, you'll, you know, spend more time with your friends rather than your ever. There's Cheaper. nothing wrong with it. Uh, I definitely think play the field, mate. Uh, keep your options open. But just remember, if you really want something to work. Uh, you, can't, you can't be dating multiple people if you want one. Of, you know what I think? As, as time goes, uh, I would say as months go by, start to get more single-minded. But for the first while, definitely don't be like, I'm now seeing this last. Because you don't know what she's doing. The other thing is too. I think now this could be this could be me speaking out of turn here, right? No. Multiple first dates versus multiple second dates. I think that's a there's a big difference. If you're willing to go on a second date with one of these girls, then you shouldn't be going on more first dates with other people. Am I right? I don't know about that. I feel like I feel like the first date is like it's fucking very tough to get a vibe off someone in the first date. No, well the first date, no, the first date, no, you get the vibe. You know in the first date. I think the first date, the first date doesn't mean as much. It means it really and truthfully, it's a, it's a, it's a job interview, right? First date's a job interview. Second date is meaningful. It's, it's. I think, I, I think it's more frowned upon now having multiple second dates with girls at the same time than having multiple seeing multiple women. Then yeah, you're technically seeing multiple women, and also then you're you're starting to kind of string them along, which is not good. But I don't know if there's because I know I know fellas that. I know boys that love Tinder, like, and they would be. I don't see any harm in it. Banging out, really, they banging out first dates. If you're not in a relationship, it's not against the rules. Now it's probably semi frowned upon, but that's a line you have to walk. And I do feel like if 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 you're if you're not hunting it, like it's different if you're fucking hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, if you're, you're actually just like right. texting multiple women, and there's nothing wrong with people will have a definitely a problem with this. But you don't know what that other person's but doing too. There's girls do that. Like I know, I know girls that love tinder like they love the crack of tinder i've been on a date where the girl turned around to me and goes to me uh, like we were on a date and we were seeing it was only fresh that was only like the first or second week and i knew she was seeing somebody else like i knew it yeah yeah back whenever it was back whenever people were tagging each other and stuff on facebook and all uh so you you could see stuff like that yeah so stupid because then you get caught out lovely and i remember uh it was like the second date and she called me his name. Ooh. So I we didn't even we didn't even get to where we were going for the date. I turned the car around and dropped it back home. Jesus. But that was like a prime example of where like that went wrong. And then there was this whole fucking spiel. I ended up going back on dates where like I'd say a year later. Uh, maybe six months later. But it was one of them things where it never it never went right after that. Yeah. And to be honest, it pro it could have like we went on. I I think we went on a date, three dates. Then that happened or two. Then there was like a set a year in between it. Went another couple of dates, didn't feel it, left it, and then she wanted another. It almost made it. It was just weird. I Me, mean, it was hard to explain. But that what's that her name? Definitely. What? What's her name? 
I'm not telling you no names. <laughs> you wise, but that is an awkward, awkward situation. Because what name did she call you? Uh, I'm no, I'm not gonna say it. It was nowhere near my name. But I'm gonna call him. No, no, no. Connor. <laughs> Charlie. It is Connor. It's not Connor. It's Charlie. Connor. Uh, oh, mate. It was Clark. Go. <laughs> what? So what matters if he says the boy's name? Sure, who's going to work that out? It was called Cal at the time. Cal. That's an easy one to work out. Cal. There's no one near. Cal Nuri. Uh, no, fuck. There's mountains of them. There's no mountains of Cal's in Nuri. I'll tell you that much. Not, he's definitely not from Nuri, but she was nowhere near here. Callum Conley. I don't even know who the fuck that is. He's from Nuri. The, both of them are not from Nuri because she wasn't from this side of the border. From Beesbrook. Sorry, Callum, for the shout out there, but. That's good, though. You're getting the names out there. You get My your names. There's too many here with her dog. Is there any more questions? We have one more. Right, go for it there and we'll wrap up because this dog's going to actually. I know Tony's not into this. What's your view on extreme cut before holidays? If you have left it this late or say you booked something dead last minute. Yeah. I don't think there's any harm in it if it's short term and you're not trying to get razor lean. But like if you're trying to get like. Go from no shape to shredded in like three weeks. You've, you're you're fucking yourself. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. You're wow. right. You're right. No, I was going to say extreme cuts are grand if it's if it's short term. No, there is extreme cuts are fine, but you always look shite. Like, do you remember I Joe put me in that like eight hundred and fifty calorie diet for three weeks? Yeah, I was probably as light as I am now, but I look ten times better, and it's only been another two to three weeks. Yeah, I'm the same weight, way more muscular, way fuller, better. And I don't look like I was starved and I don't feel like shit. So it's one of the ones where if you've left it last minute, you don't want to go on holidays feeling like a fat cunt, go for it. But it's one of the ones where I just feel like I don't think you're, it's holidays. Like if you tidy up a little bit, that's fine. But you're going to rebound exactly to where you were if you do that. And then the problem is you've now wasted your entire diet and phase because you've starved yourself, used up all your tools in your toolbox for low calories. And whenever you come home, it's not like if you were on, say, say you went from 3,000 calories to 1,500 for three weeks for your holiday, right? Yeah. You come back. It's not like you can go. Oh, I'm going to start that on two thousand three hundred. No, because you've been on fifteen hundred for fucking a month now. Yeah, you're fucked. You've wasted your fat loss, and the problem is now you're going to have to go back up in calories to read at a later date. So I think it's short term win for long term pain, and that's the problem with everything in life and everything with fitness is people try and cut shortcuts. It's like, oh, see my Q and A this week. Yeah. What do you think of ECA? What do you think of playing? What do you think of a league of fat burners? Oh, everybody, everybody's getting, everybody's, everybody's getting worried. Getting worried. So how many questions I got in playing in my last unit? I'm going to have to address it. 14. That's right. a lot of fucking questions on a league of fat burner. Like, There's money. Five in ECA, which money, ECA is. Money to be made. Sounds ECA to me. ECA is like a adrenaline, caffeine, and aspirin mixed together. It's Aphidrin. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, I think that's it. Is it? Is Aphidrin. Aphidrin. Oh, yeah, I've done it myself. Hey. Eh. Then people were asking me about thyroid enhancers and all. I just going. Yeah, for their shite. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I was just like, but the problem is these people don't realize that, like, if you can't get in semi, if you can't get into the neck you want without that, you're definitely not holding that shit once that's gone. And it's one of these things where you can't, you cut a corner, it's going to come back to bite you in the ocean, anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's anything. it. Yep. It's, it's getting that thought process right of, like, yes, this can help you, but it's that sort of thing of, like, 
you really are shooting yourself in the foot in the long run because you're fu- you probably will never be able to dive then without that and you'll probably end up running that there's risks with it and the thing is as well you value now, now you value the shape of yourself that much you're willing to put your health in risk and i think that's a very different yeah now don't get me wrong i fuck me if anybody knows that sort of route it's the bodybuilders i understand the whole idea but it's risk to, it's it's like everything in life risk v reward Plans dangerous but yeah, everything's fucking see and I, see if it's not sold over the counter there's a fucking reason it's banned like do you know what I mean well no the old Jack 3D was very good yeah but it fucking did not have MDMA in it no well them mad Americans Jeez. mixed about fucking vodka it had amphetamines what do you call that amphetamines yeah, that's good that gets you up in the morning rot your teeth right? rot your teeth that's me up all nighter and Jimmy Wider that's why when oh here's party. a good one Tony back training guys I'm back in the, back in the training again oh, Wednesday baby. night Wednesday night, first session back. What's Quinn do? Seven o'clock session. What do what do I do? No, sorry, uh, eight o'clock session. What do I do? No, you didn't. Stem went pre workout. Took the wrong one. You took stem. stem. Oh my god! I, I took like, D, I took defib. Oh my god! Do you remember that time in lockdown when I got told that MV pre had no caffeine? It was just when it first came out on a fucking double scoop, and I hadn't. Had, I was on a caffeine detox for six weeks, right? Because the gyms were closed. Shit, we're on videos. And I was putting up the videos going, I fucking feel like I'm off my head on yokes. And I stayed up to 6.30 that night playing Warzone, fucking beamed off my lid. Felt like I was off my nut. That's the closest I've ever felt to being back on ecstasy was when I double scooped that. I couldn't stop talking. And that, mate, see when you're not used to stim pre-work. And do you know what the funny thing is? I see boys in the gym going in now, and this is not me being cheeky, you're 18, you're going in, you're scooping MV pre into your gob, right? And then you're drinking a monster during your workout. Like what? Mm. See people that drink monsters during the workout, they aggravate me. That's my pet hit. I say I thought you would have been that one of them boys. Drink it before, drink it just as you're going in, or have a couple of sips and then move on. But what? see if you're sipping away at a fruit. But it's not you're gonna just... help you during your during that time period. Dehydrates you firstly because uh. it's full of caffeine, and secondly, it takes about 30 minutes for caffeine to kick in. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. heart rate's higher even longer. So the thing is, you're you're wrapping up your session. You're trying to get your heart rate low, and you're fucking banging stimulants in you. So, and I think like if you need pre-workout for every session, that's an issue. That's a sleep issue. That's an energy yeah, yeah, issue. Yeah. You're, you're covering a bullet wound with a plaster. Like it's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's, there is a there is a real placebo effect too. Unless you're like I know. It is. I dry scoop my non-stem just to go, oh, right, that's me in the zone. That's yeah. me locked in like a ritual. I think pre-workout rituals are more important. I, I like the pump effect of it more than the actual stem effect. Bingo, yeah. And that's that's where I... I like the feeling because the feeling goes, oh, you're like, yeah, it's that's fucking game time. 10 days before my shoot. Uh, instead of coming back like a couple days before, I'm coming back because... I want to get into routine. I want to get good pump. I want to look good in the gym going into the shoot rather than come home and not feel good. Because see, whenever you look good in the gym and you pump up well, yeah. you train harder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You look better. You're like, this is working. It's like whenever something's working, you lean into it. Uh, that's good. That's really... That's, that's us. That's pretty fucking straightforward. I'm going to go down. I have to walk this monster of my sister's dog. Uh, Happy Easter Monday, guys. Yeah, fucking... Happy! I hope the Easter egg. I hope the Easter bunny brought you a nice Easter. If you're out and about in Belfast tonight, you're listening to this. Come to see me on Filthies on the Dublin Road in Belfast. I'll be. Is a, that where you are Monday? Easter Monday I'm in Filthies. No point telling you where I'm over Easter because that's done at that stage. But come on Easter Monday, Filthies, you will get your socks rocked. Where are you? Are you, anywhere, are you anywhere? anywhere on the Tuesday or the Wednesday? Just for the rest of the No, no. Students are gone. Students are I'm away on Easter holidays. What the fuck's a crack? Eh? You're back in a beefa over the I'm summer? I'm in a no? beefa. I'm in, I'm in a beefa and I'll be in Mykonos for a bit. 
are you in Ibiza anywhere near the end of do you know what we can do it all are you in Ibiza anywhere at the end of June yes May and June yeah right well are you there after the the 10th probably I can be of the options options there like the options are there I just have to chat to the guys I'm in Morbetta about the 10th or the 12th so then I'll just fly out to you then just live in Ibiza Right. Can do some live ones. That'd be good. I'll be standing live from Cafe Mambo there. doing the Boston the Hustle me podcast from Mambo. There, fucking me, you and Lineker standing there staring out everybody. Like. <laughs> me and Wayne are like. right. Right. Keep drinking coffee, guys. Keep sharing the podcast. Yes, sure. Fuck, we haven't had a share in about seven years. No, we've got the shares. They're shares. Is there? The shares. Yeah, we just don't. We don't see them, but they're there. We can tell. I'm not seeing them. We can tell because you can tell from our platform, but they're shares. People don't like to tag. People don't like to tag people and stuff anymore. That's true, true, true. Um. So yeah, keep sharing and tagging. Tag we Tony, and he's feeling a wee bit neglected. Have a good one. But you know what? You don't even share it yourself. Mate, I'm not man. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty fucking true. But I honestly don't even share fucking anything anymore. Just try and fucking make reels with my life now. Big TikToker, right, guys? See you later.